here's your host. Welcome to the Live, Laugh and Eat show. My name is Benedine Otto. I'm a certified transformational nutrition coach, an EFT practitioner, and I'm also the managing editor of a magazine called the Live, Laugh and Eat magazine. The Live, Love and Eat podcast is all about health and wellness. We interview health experts who have all overcome their own personal life and health challenges. Learn all about health, fitness, nutrition, spirituality, wellness and so much more. This podcast will change the way you live, love and eat. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Live, Laugh and Eat show. Now, our special guest today is Brian Grin. Now, Brian is an intimate fasting expert. He's a wellness coach. He's an author. He's a human movement specialist. And he's the host of the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. He is leading the way in the intimate fasting community as the author of the Simple Intimate Fasting Journal, along with the creator of the Intimate Fasting Certification course. What began as a personal exploration into fasting has turned into a thriving business, helping middle-aged men make intimate fasting simple, doable, and a complete lifestyle change. Now, he is spreading the power of intimate fasting worldwide with intimate fasting certificate certified uh, coaches with over 15 years experience in health and wellness brian also developed his fat burner blueprint program now this program focuses on nutrition meal timing stress management sleeping like a superhero and micro workouts he believes that challenging the body and mind through brief hormetic stresses, stresses like fasting, cold and warm therapy, resistance training and sprinting will help you get your body back to what it once was. So welcome, Brian. It's so nice to have you here today. Can you, before we get into the fasting and what it is, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? How did you get started in your career? You know, your story, because we all have a story. Yeah, well, thank you for the introduction. And uh, my story into health and wellness, I've, I've, I've been involved with health and wellness for like almost 20 years now, and uh, training clients mainly when I started out, but then realizing that there was a missing piece to the puzzle and that was nutrition and just started diving deep into that. And what got me really into fasting wasn't necessarily on my own behalf. It was actually a client of mine who uh, had blood sugar issues. She was pre-diabetic and she started doing these extended fasts um, after you know doing much, much research and, and working up to them. But she was doing extended fasting and she got all her blood levels back to normal and just brought down inflammation and her, you know, she, it, the results that she got really blew my mind and made me want to learn more about it. And so I, that was probably like seven years ago. And since then, I've just been on this exploration, not only for myself, but my clients and doing the journal and the courses just to help make it more readily, readily available for individuals to learn about, whether it's a coach or someone that just wants to implement it into their own lives. And yeah, I've just been going with it and love it. And, um, it's, uh, you know, so actually a client of mine was the biggest influence on my, on, on my, um, journey. 
That is wonderful. Um, so I want to get into fasting because, I mean, I, um, I fasted. I mean, my longest fast was about 30 days. Um, How many uh, days? Yeah, 30 days, yeah. Fasting. 30? 30, yeah. Um, and I, I just want to, you know, like, I felt amazing. Um, and of course, you know, uh, we uh, have to like tell people out there that, you know, to be safe, you know, you can't just go on a fast if you don't know, you know, what to do, you know? Um, mm -hmm. so can you tell our listeners a little bit, how do you, how do you go from, you know, if you decide you want to fast, um, how do you start? Where do you start? Yeah. So I would first start with looking at what you're eating first and cleaning up what you're eating. And, and that will make fasting a lot easier. So if you're eating like the standard American diet, a lot of processed carbs and sugars, um, and fast food and things like that, perhaps we should just make small changes within what we're eating. And then once you do that, perhaps for like a, a couple of weeks, then I would say eliminate snacking would be the next step next step. And then once you get to the point where you're having maybe three meals a day and you've eliminated snacking, you know, then you're getting to the point where, you know, doing some fasting, you, it'll, it'll make it a lot easier. You could jump in right away, but I always say that if you're eating clean and you know, you're eliminating snacking right off the bat, that's a good place to start. And then from there, you know, I, I teach a lot in the journal that you can, you know, let's say you're used to having breakfast at 8 a.m., gradually push back that eating time. So your window gets, you know, in, squeezed a little bit less. So instead of eight o'clock, maybe move it to nine or 10 o'clock and do that for a few days until you get used to that. And then gradually move it maybe till noon. And then you'll have a, you know, people typically talk about a 16, eight fast. So that would be like, you have a window between 12 and eight of an eating window, uh, which is plenty to have your three meals if you want to do your three meals within that. And I think that's, those are sort of good steps to start. Okay. So, you know, um, what is the difference between intimate fasting and fasting? Well, there's many different, you know, it's like the, the, the names of fasting. There's so many different ways to say it. I mean, now you hear time-restricted eating mm -hmm. where essentially, you know, you're doing it within a certain time period that perhaps like people say, oh, you should eat when only it's light out. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so depending on where you live and the seasons, this could change, but, um, you know, fasting in itself, you know, you can say alternate day fasting, you can say, um, 16, eight, 24. So 20 hours of fasting, four hours of eating. Um, you know, there's not I, to say there's a difference between intermittent fasting and fasting. It just depends, I guess, on the person and what type of fast they're looking to do. But, you know, people do all different types of fasts. Like if, if I, if you, if I heard right, you did a extended fast of 30 days. Is that correct? Yes. <laughs> That's very impressive. I, I, I actually would <laughs> like to ask you about that. Perhaps we'll get to that, but yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I love fasting and I, um, I, you know, I remember my first fasting, um, you know, I, I want to talk about a little bit about mindset as well, because, you know, mm -hmm. um, it's, you know, if you tell somebody go on a fasting or intimate fasting, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's people think, okay, you know, I can do this, but what about your mindset? I think, you know, when, when I started fasting, you know, I had to get my mind 
ready and focused because you know you can start fasting but it's so easy to come up with excuses and say I'll do it tomorrow or I'll do it next week and next week comes and you're like oh no I'll do it you know um, two days two days <laughs> or stuff like that you know mindset how do you get yourself your mindset you know to really stick with that fasting you know yeah that's so true I I think the one of the things that really helps when it comes to fasting is first of all, it's staying busy. And I think if you have a day where maybe you're busier um, or a couple days or whatever, then those are the days to do it. Because when you take your mind, when you get your mind like distracted, then you're not thinking about, like you mentioned, all those distractions that can come up and throw you off course. Um, you know, I think staying hydrated obviously helps. I think drinking like sparkling water, um, it depends on the type of fast. Like I'm doing a, just a small, I'm doing a, a fast right now and I'm just doing water only. Um, so I, I think, you know, there are like fasting training wheels, if you want to call them, where you could maybe do some coffee, black coffee. I wouldn't do sweet, anything sweet. So, um, unsweetened tea or black coffee, those can help you sort of get through the times where, you know, you are going to have these hunger waves, but you know, hunger waves, like, as you would know, they come and go, they don't last forever. And, Staying busy is, I think, the biggest thing. I think if you know that you're used to eating at noon every day and you want to sort of push your fast past that, I would plan something out for that time period. And then once you get past that time period, you're like, oh, okay, I could just keep going. And that's sort of how I try to do it when I do some different fasts. Yeah. So I know you, you talked about this, but you know, if a client comes to you, um, how do you know? Um, how, how do you know that a client needs a 16 to eight in fasting or a two day fasting or 72 hour fasting? How do you know, you know, you can push your client to 72 hour fasting or how do you know a client can do that? Well, I think first and foremost, I, I wouldn't start anyone right away doing extended fasts until they were confident with doing like an intermittent one where they're doing it just, you know, every day, perhaps for 12 to 16 hours, let's say. Um, so how do I know? That's a good question. I think people, that question comes up a lot as far as, is there like a perfect time period? And I would say there's not, you know, I think if the individual <clears throat> wants to start slow, I think that's most important. And then let's say they've done a 16, eight for a while, and maybe they've plateaued and they need a little bit of a pick me up and they want to do a little bit of a longer fast, perhaps a day fast or something, then they can go from there and, and do some longer extended fasts. So I think a lot of it is a combination of what they've done in the past. And then, you know, are they where they want to be as far as goals? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then what's very interesting, and I want to know this as well, you know, when you fast or you do an intimate fasting, um, is it okay to work out? You know, what kind of workouts can you do? I mean, mm -hmm. um, you know, because you don't really get food in, so you don't have that energy to burn. Um what exercise would you recommend for a person like, you know, extended fasting or, you know, like intimate fasting, short fasting? Well, I would say that, especially starting out, you can do walking, even maybe light jogging, maybe yoga, some light, low intensity aerobic exercise uh, with those fasts. If you've done intermittent fasting for a while, like for example, for myself, I fast typically till about 
around two, three o'clock every day. And what I'll do is I'll work out before I actually enjoy doing fasted workouts. Um, but you know, I've built myself up to that. So it, that might not work right away for individuals. They might want to have a little something, um, which is fine, but I think it just depends again, like, you know, on their goals and what they've done in the past. I mean, um, so I would say if they're going to do a really intense, uh, like exercise that there is some, there, there might be some benefit to have something in the system, um, maybe a little bit of protein, amino acids, um, and some light carbs in there. Uh, but I would say for the majority of people doing some type of light aerobic exercise, um, in a fastest state is, 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 you know, is a healthy habit to get into. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, the industry changed so much because a few years ago, um, you know, it was said you have to eat breakfast, you have to eat lunch, and you have to eat dinner, you know. Um, right, right. And you have to snack in between. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you know, no one makes money when you fast, right? I know. <laughs> yeah. So all these, all these companies, they don't want you to know that fasting has all these healing benefits. They rather have you snack and eat, you know, around the clock you know yeah can you tell us a little bit about benefits you know of fasting i mean okay i'm gonna tell you what benefits i saw um yeah. my hormones was out of work when i started fasting i balanced them um i just felt more like i didn't have brain fog i was just it was amazing i had so much energy um just everything was just different. Can you tell us a little bit about what benefits, you know, you can see overall with your body? Yeah. And, uh, a lot of the benefits that you mentioned, I get as well. I mean, I think mental clarity, um, you know, one of the most powerful things with fasting is the fact that it is, you know, it's the most, I would say it's, it's the most powerful way to get your insulin levels down. And if you have chronically elevated insulin, obviously that, that can lead to, you know, diabetes and a lot of inflammation. So, um, I think that those hormonal effects of lowering insulin, even raising norepinephrine, um, you know, in, in a raising growth hormone is another good one. Um, there's been studies on that. So there's more and more and, and stimulating autophagy which is like a cell cleanse, your body's almost recycling its old damaged cells and bringing in new ones. Um, and this is something that's been studied for a while. So yeah, you're, it's amazing, you know, when you're not digesting food, what your body can really do, it can heal itself. Yeah, yeah, that is amazing. I mean, um, you know, uh, just feeling amazing. I mean, yeah. I'm curious, I'm curious. So did you, with your 30 day fast, you've obviously worked your way into that is, do you do intermittent fast throughout, throughout the day or, or did you just decide, or do you just do extended fast? Well, I did a long fast though, so I didn't eat anything. So, um, so this was, did, but did you build up to that? Or did you I just... did build up to that, yeah. So yeah. I did a little short ones, like 72 hours, 48, you know, just to get used to that. Um, and then I started to, um, I bought the book, Jason, Dr. Jason Fang, and I started reading all about it and learning all about it. And um, yeah, I, I, I pushed myself and I'm glad I did, you know. I didn't do a long, yet, long one yet again. Um, wow. But, you know, uh when you feel your body is out of work, 
stuck or you feel like you, you know, you just feel like sluggish and you have brain fog and, you know, you know, it's, it's time to do a little bit of fasting. Um, and, you know, intimate fasting is also good, you know, like, you know, to um, yeah, just on a daily basis. Did you just drink water throughout the 30 days or did you I have did other things? It. Yeah, I only drank water. Um, I, um, I had my salt, my pink salt in the mornings mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because that's good for, you know. Miner- minerals and, and yeah, electrolytes. Yeah, that's a, that's really, yeah. Was there a point, I'm not, I know I'm interviewing you. Was there a point where you're like, oh, this is like, like two weeks in where you're like, oh, this is like, you must've been on a high. yes yes, i was um i mean i you know they say the first three days are the worst and that is true um because you you just want to quit you know day one is fine day two you feel like oh my gosh i can't go on Mm -hmm. i mean day three is like i have to eat um i just pushed myself um i made some sticky notes that i put it on my fridge and you know when Day one is over, you pull that off and then mm. you go on, you know. Um, yeah, there was days that I just felt like, oh my gosh, I can't go on. Um, I have to eat. But you know what, what is amazing about our bodies is your body actually tells you, you know, I am really hungry or no, it's fine. You can go on. You know, I just, yeah, um, I learned to, to learn about my body, you know, mm. and knowing um, you know, you have to eat now. It's, you know, right. You, 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 when you do a fast like that, you really understand And even just doing intermittent fasting. I would say for most people, they're not going to do a 30 day fast. I don't think most people need to do one. They could do a shorter one and then work their way. Maybe if they want to do a three to five day one or something, yeah. but you learn so much about yourself, like you mentioned and what really, what true hunger is. Cause I think we all think what we know what hunger is but it's all psychological it's all in the it's all in the head you're not truly hungry yeah yeah it's it's amazing how fasting can just yeah, change your life you know you mm-hmm. um you just have so so much clarity like you mentioned before and you know it's it's just it's so wonderful i can't mm-hmm. like yeah i mean it's just wonderful. and now throughout the 30 days did you just like go on walks and stuff and do light things and i kept busy you know very busy um it's hard you know um it's hard if you have a family um and you have children because you know you have to cook food for them and it's hard but you just have to like stay focused you know um meditation also helps a lot you know just to center yourself um yeah yeah wow that's <laughs> impressive yeah yeah so um okay let's get back to you <laughs> um so you know uh i have this question as well and i mean i did a fasting now but you know i always wanted because you read a lot and you listen a lot about you know when you break your fast or you know when you on you do intermittent fasting and it's time to eat and you're like oh I'm so hungry. What is the best food to eat? You know to to let your body just like you know how can Wake I up. nurture your body? Not in like okay I did my intermittent fasting sixteen to eight and I'm gonna eat McDonald's. I'm gonna mm. have to McDonald's. <laughs> I'm gonna have that burger. What is the best foods to eat to just keep going? You know. Um, yeah, t- I would say that 
if you're breaking to break a fast, uh, especially if you're pretty new at it, start slow, right? Make sure you chew your food, <laughs> Yeah. you know, give yourself a chance to digest it. And I would say starting with like a soup or a bone broth would be a great way to, and some people even do these bone broth fasts. Um, I don't really do them, but you know, you're getting, you're getting minerals, you're getting, you know, a, a lot, you're getting like no carbs. So you're not, you are breaking it because there's protein, but, but anyways, having a, having bone broth soup would be great. Um, something light, maybe eggs. Um, or if you want to do like a light salad, that might be some people can digest salads better than others. I wouldn't go crazy with a ton of roughage. Um, but maybe some, you know, a, a light soup and some eggs and maybe fish or something like that to break. Yeah. Oh, that's great advice. So I want to go back a little bit about your, um, your course, your intimate fasting, um, course is some, is that the journal along, I want to, can you tell us a little bit, our listeners about that course and, you know, what are you really like, uh, or your program, what you really like, um, focus on, you know, um, with your clients. Yeah. So, uh, there's a few different things. There's a, there's a, a journal that comes, well, they can get the journal and do it on its own, but I, I made the journal and I paired it with a 21 day challenge. Mm -hmm. So, so they can go to 21 day fasting challenge.com. And what is it going to do? It's going to walk them through, actually, I think I have a journal here somewhere. <laughs> it's going to walk them through a, fa um, this fasting journal okay. where they'll be able to just be held accountable through the process. And it's going to ease them into fasting, but it's also going to monitor, um, different things like um, did you do any activity? Did you, how'd you sleep? Um, uh, how much water did you drink? Things like that. So it's not, and also there's a lot of tips on there as far as how to get through fasting and how to make it most beneficial for yourself. So the journal and the challenge go together. And then the course is sort of separate. That's more for people. If they just want to dive deep into fasting and learn about a lot of the, some of the hormonal benefits we talked about, and also, um, just learn about the science behind it. Um, and then separately, I have a fat burner blueprint, which I work with clients on, and that is sort of a combination of everything. Um, and that's a six month program. Okay, great. Where can we, um, you know, where can our listeners, um, find out more about your fasting journal? Um, yeah. If you go to briangrin.com, yeah. Okay. If you go to briangrin.com, it's okay. all on there. The challenge. Okay. If you go to the store, you'll see, I, you know, the, 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 the journal, if they want to, um, you know, give the journal a try and, um, but yeah, briangrin.com is sort of a hub for everything. Okay. I'll put everything down, um, you know, this podcast. Um, uh, and then I want to ask a question as well, you know, how to be, how do you become fat adapted? Yeah. So some of the things that we talked about already, I mean, fat adaption, just so people know, it refers to your body's ability to convert fat to energy. So when you're fat adapted, you don't need, you know, like a steady stream of carbs or glucose to power your day. I'm sure you felt that on your fast. Um, so you're, you're relying on your body fat for energy. Now this could take some time to get to, and, uh, some of the best ways to become fat adapted is slowly lower the, the amount of carbs that you're having. Um, I'm not totally anti-carb, but, um, if we're always relying on glucose, um, a lot of people are on a way too high carb diet, so they can lower that. Let's just say around 50 grams a day. And then once they get to that, if they combine that with some, maybe some fasting, 
eventually they can, they can get into ketosis, which what you'll hear a lot where you're, where you're using fat for energy. Um, but this, this might take some time, could take weeks for some people to get there. Yeah, I want to talk about ketosis as well, you know, um, because, you know, um, how do we know we are, we are in ketosis? Um, you know, I know you get those little strips that you, um, you can test yourself, but, you know, um, can you tell us listeners about how do you know you are in ketosis? Yeah, that's a great question. It's something that um, I ask myself a lot. I think that you could do, you could get like, I think it's keto mojo. They make those strips. And I'm, I don't know if you have, I I've actually over the last month or two been measuring my ketones just to see where I'm at. But <clears throat> I think it's all, it's in the eye of the beholder really. I mean, you know, like I'm in a little bit of a longer fast right now and I can just tell that I'm, I'm not hungry at all. And, you know, it, it's sort of like, like, as you would know, you get a little bit of a high from, um, getting into ketosis. So, I think you can use something like a keto strip and measure, you know, and, and take your blood and see what, it, what your ketone measures out to be. But I think also you got to just sort of go with your intuition. And when you do it for long enough, you can tell when, when you're in, when you're in that state. Can you tell us listeners, what is the benefits of, you know, being ketosis? You know, yeah, yeah. So the, I think, <clears throat> I think being in ketosis is, is a great place to be, but you don't have to be in it all the time. So, um, coming in and out of it. And, um, one of the biggest benefits is the fact that, you know, you're using your fat stores for energy. Um, and so the only way to get into our fat stores is to lower our insulin levels. And we can do that by fasting or getting into a bit of a keto diet. Um, so body fat gets broken down. It's called lipolysis. And it's burned by your cells in your liver. And we call that fat burning. So <clears throat> fat burning produces energy. And, and so not getting, I don't want to get too sciencey, but that, that is the, the, the basis around getting into our fat stores. And, um, it's a good, it's a good fuel to, to run on you don't have to run on it all the time. Uh, but getting there is, is a great place to be every so often. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it was so great talking to you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, talking about intimate fasting, fasting, and you're doing such amazing work out there. And um, thank you. I will link all Brian's social media and website underneath this podcast, and you can go check him out and see what wonderful work he's doing. And you know, just learn about fasting. Um, thank you for being here, and it was such a such a pleasure to have you here. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on uh, coming on your podcast as a, as other pod as a podcast host myself. It's always fun meeting new people. So thank you yeah. for having me on. <clears throat> thank you so much. This is your host Benedine Otto. Thank you for listening. If you love this show, please go and subscribe so that you don't miss another episode.